0: Alright, what's happening? Let's get into it. Uh, This is like a continuation of yesterday's show, pretty much. Yesterday we talked about household, why that's so important. And today we'll kind of recap what we talked about yesterday. If you missed it, go listen to it. But uh, the difference between household and then the edge, the theoretical edge that we need to overcome, because there is a difference. They're connected in some ways, but there is a difference, and they're both very, very important. So just to recap, the household is the amount of money the house keeps or holds after all the winning bets have been paid out. This can be calculated for any bet. This is something built into the sportsbook lines when they offer them. They are very well aware of the household for every bet they offer us. An example of this, or or I guess like a a mathematical example, if you want to know the formula, it's just the amount of money the house keeps after everything's been paid. So let's say two people bet on a game minus 110, okay? One person bets team A, the other person bets team B. There's been a total of $220 bet, right? One person bets 110 to an 100, the other person bets 110 to an 100. So when it's all said and done, one team's going to win, and the sports book is going to pay out $100 paid to the winner, plus the original 110 they bet. Okay, so there's obviously $10 left over. There were a total of $220 bet, and they paid out $210. So there's $10 bucks left over for the sports book, with a total, again, of $220 being bet. So the formula is 10 divided by 220 gives us 0.45454545, a.k.a. 45.45%. 45. So that's the classic minus 110 hold. That's how you calculate it. Now you can get very, very close. If you don't want to do as much math, there's an easier, different way to do this. All you do is go to a website like the action network odds converter or ace And what you can do there is type in, type in the American odds and it'll give you a break even percentage. This is very important. Okay. We'll talk about this a little bit later, but each side of a bet, you total up whatever the break-even percentage is, and that'll give you very close to the household. So the break-even percentage for minus 110 is 52.38%. Let's call it 52.4% just to be easy for the podcast. If you're a huge math nerd, just deal with it and stick with me. So minus 110 equals 52.4%. So if you total that up, because Team A is minus 110, and Team B is also minus 110. So you total up both sides of a bet, you're going to get 104.8, a.k.a. 104.8%. So you just subtract 100 and that gives you very close to whatever the household is. So you can do this for anything whether it's a an individual bet. This is especially effective for multiway markets. If you want to see how fair any given bet is because it's it's hard to tell, right? It's easy to tell if a bet's fair if it's -150, minus -150. 150, minus 150. <laughs> Not many of us would make that bet, right? But in a multiway market, it's very easy to disguise their taxes and how bad the bets are, because there's so many things to pick from. So if you want to calculate yourself on a first touchdown score or who's going to win the Heisman Trophy, it's going to take a little bit of work, but all you do is find the break-even percentage for all these bets. Again, go to... Here, I'll do it with you real quick. We'll go to the Action Network... uh, What should we say? The uh, Odds Calculator and Converter. That's what it's called. So Action Network, Odds Calculator and Converter. And there you can type in any American odds and it'll give you the implied odds or what it equals in a percentage for any, any bet. So, um, what you'll want to do if you want to calculate this yourself is, you know, go to any bet with a multiway market, you know, next week's open championship winner, whatever it is and calculate every single person. So in college football, if the favorite Georgia is plus 500 type in plus 500 and you'll see 16.67%. So write down 1667 and do this for every team. Now, here's why you want to do this. If it's a fair bet, it should all add up in total 100. Because obviously, that would be the implied odds of anything happening. It's 100% total for it happening. The more they charge over 100, the worse the bet it is for us. And one thing you'll find is when you start doing this for multiway markets, you'll realize that the first touchdown score isn't a bad bet because it doesn't win very often. The first touchdown score is only a bad bet because the prices they charge are so insanely expensive. That's the whole thing. So when you start totaling these up, you'll see, holy shit, this sportsbook has a a 35% household on this this market. And there you'll see over-unders, or not over-unders, but uh, multi-way markets. That's where the household kind of gets disguised and hidden. But either way, in general, the household is the amount of money kept... By the house after all winning bets have been paid out for any given bet so it's it's important to distinguish the difference between the household and then the edge that we need to inherently overcome to make any bet we make a positive ev bet therefore a winning bet so the edge is what we need to overcome the household okay that's something a bit different so with the household we're calculating the total bet with the edge we're only really concerned about one side of the bet now that household discussion that we had yesterday and today does come into play a little bit here because or at least the the one side with 52.4%. Because if we make a bet -110, we need whatever team or event we're betting on to happen or to win at least 53% of the time for it to be a positive EV bet, aka a winning bet. Now another way to say this or look at this is break even percentage or implied percentage, or implied odds. Okay, the implied odds, or the break-even percentage, is the percentage of times the bet must win in order for us to break exactly even. That's why the sportsbook usually has the advantage, is typically, whatever they're offering, that's why we we don't make a bet on everything that's offered. Most of the bets that are offered are actually fairly priced, and if something's fairly priced, that means there's a tax involved and we're going to lose money. So, An example would be if team A and team B play, okay? And it's minus 110 on the money line. So each team A and team B both minus 110. Let's say we think team A has a 55% chance to win. Well, that's a good bet. That's a winning bet. That's a positive EV bet for us. Another way of saying that is we have an implied edge of about 2.6%, right? You get this by subtracting our implied odds, 55% for team A to win based on what the market's charging, which is minus 110, which equals 52.4%. So there we would have we would have an implied edge of about 2.6%. That's a very good bet to make. But the average bet, the classic bet, the sportsbook has the edge of about 2.4%, or at least they hope they do. So that's how the edge works, right? Because every bet we make, the sportsbook makes or takes the opposite bet. That's important to remember. So if we make a bet at Team A, Minus 150. The sports book has made that same bet, Team B, at plus one fifty. Now maybe maybe we shouldn't say they've made that bet. They've taken that bet. They've accepted the they've accepted that they're going to make that bet, and we're kind of asking them to do so. But that's how it works. It's always the inverse. So if we if you want to make a futures bet and you take Alabama to win the college football playoffs, the college football championship at plus seven hundred, that means the sports book you made that bet at is taking that same bet at minus 700 on the other side. So you have a bet, Alabama plus 700, that Alabama will will, uh, win the college ball playoff. And they have a bet, minus 700, that Alabama won't win the college ball playoff. So every time you think you have a good bet, ask yourself, well, the sportsbook's making the same bet on the other side. They also think it's a good bet. You see, every time you bet minus 110, the sportsbooks are also agreeing to make a bet, that same bet, just plus one ten. Now, this may not seem fair if there's a there's a a game which is pretty common where where one team is minus one ten and their opponents are also minus one ten. That's how the sports book works in their VIG. But every bet the book makes is at plus one ten. I mean, can you imagine how much better you would do if every bet you made was plus one ten instead of minus one ten? I'll tell you how much better. You could do this for a living. You'd be a millionaire very quickly. I mean, it's all about overcoming the edge, which is loosely tied in with the household. But the main difference is the household is not going to change, right? So the household is built in. It's a, it's one specific number. If each team is minus 110, we can easily calculate that. The household is 4.54%. That's easy. That's open and shut. But what changes is the edge. Because if we think there's a 50% chance of whatever event happening, we wouldn't make the bet because there's no edge. If we think there's a 53% chance of of either team A or B winning, we would now make that bet because it, it's turned from a losing bet to a winning bet. That's why I say we only focus on one side. If we if we think team A has a 55% chance to win and we think that's a good bet, obviously the inverse of that is team B, we believe to have a 45% chance to win. So that's a terrible bet. So we just ignore them. That's why the edge and the implied edge is something we need to be so aware of, because that's what whole—that's what betting comes down to. We have to have a good bet that's determined on what is the edge we have over whatever's being offered right now in the market. So to summarize everything, the household is, or the household percentage, okay, so the household or the hold percentage, I should say, so those two things, is the amount of money the house keeps after all the winning bets have been paid out. This, per, this percentage is specifically strategically built into lines and doesn't change. Unless the line changes, of course, right? But it doesn't change. One way to loosely calculate this yourself is to add up all sides of a bet, whether there's two sides or 10 sides or 100 sides, and see how much over 100% that number is. That's the household. The edge, or at least our version of it, and I'm sure you'll find a whole bunch of different stuff online because there's not like one specific phrasing or vernacular that everyone uses, but the edge, at least our version, refers to the percentage either the book has over us or we have over the book for any given bet. This is independent of the household. Now it's related to it, but it's independent of it. While the household, like we said, never changes. Okay. Again, we know it's 4.45% for a minus 110 bet. The implied odds that we assign to the event determine what we believe the edge to be. So let me repeat that. While the household never changes, the implied odds we assign to certain events happening determine what we believe the edge to be. That's why for a minus 110 bet, we always know exactly what the household is, but the edge is going to vary based on our projections. That's why I always say implied edge or implied percentage, because that's what we're talking about. So again, for any minus 110 bet, we need to be, we need that event to happen at least 53% of the time in our projections and as, as we look ahead or more for us to make that bet. That's what all betting comes down to. What are they charging? What should the price be? And the house has a nice little middle cushion to work with. You know, that minus 110 on each side is pretty powerful. They can be wrong a decent amount of the time by up to 2% and still win money. You know, so that's why this is also important. The household, the lower the household, the better the bet is for us. And the implied edge is important because we have to know what we're overcoming to make any bet worthwhile that we're going to make. So, hopefully, that was uh, understandable. If not, let me know online or on Twitter at least at SBD underscore POD and uh, we can answer anything that wasn't very clear there. So, either way, good luck with whatever you have going on today or tonight with some Winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.